We're coaches united, ain't got time to be divided Won't you get excited, cause in the end you'll be delighted That you took a listen to the voices that you hear Cause it's evident, ain't no division in here Cause we're coaches united, ain't got time to be divided Won't you get excited, cause in the end you'll be delighted That you took a listen to the voices that you hear Cause it's evident, ain't no division in here, see? We wanna thank you for tuning in to the Coaches United Podcast A podcast that has everyone in mind Where everyone's differences are embraced and celebrated. Where we see you, we hear you, and most importantly, we stand with you. What matters to you, matters to us. Este podcast is para toda mi gente. Ahora más que nunca, debemos estar unidos. Y cuando estamos unidos, somos más fuertes. Gracias por estar aquí con nosotros. Las culturas unidas jamás serán vencidas. Yo, what's good, everybody out there in Coaches United World, man? It's your boy, Mr. B, back once again for another exciting episode, man. And I'm tremendously excited tonight. Y'all already know how excited I'm always, I always am, but I'm really excited tonight because I have one of my special scholars joining us tonight with her beautiful mom, man. And it's just going to be an amazing episode tonight because we're talking about from this young scholar's perspective about feminism. And so... Uh, before we jump into my scholar and her mom joining us, Gemma, won't you say what's up to the people, yo? Hello, what's up, what's up? Um, I'm really excited about this topic, and I'm really thrilled to have um, one of Mr. B's students, Delilah, coming to join us, and her mom as well. I think this is an important topic, and it's exciting to have people across ages and across genders, genders talking about it. So I hope you all um, participate in the discussion as well. Thank you. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt, no doubt, Gemma, for sure, man. And so um, real quick, Delilah and mom, why don't you say what's up to the people and tell them a little bit about yourself? Um, Hi, everyone. My name is Delilah. Um, Right now, I'm currently in eighth grade. I go to the same school Mr. B teaches at, and I'm really excited to be here, answer some questions, and express my point of view. Awesome. Liz? Uh, hi, everybody. I'm <laughs> Delilah's mom. I own a yoga studio and a metaphysical shop. So I have a pretty interesting day every day. And I support um, feminism and equality for all gender, all races, all people. That is so cool, man. That is so dope, yo. Like, I'm just excited already uh, because, again, um, man, I'm blessed to do what I do. Uh, and I, I think it's a gift uh, that I have from the universe to be able to share um, with special souls like Delilah, um, you know, because she's amazing, man. If you guys could see her, like, you know, she's just, she's got the stature, she's got the, the spirit, she's got the heart, and she's got the articulation, right? And so as an educator, those are things that we look for, you know, to be the future leaders, right? Like, I trust every scholar, right? I believe in every scholar, but there's those ones you know, that are special that you just want to give that extra push to. Um, and so Delilah, Delilah and I were chopping it up 
And I was like, yo, you want to be a part of the podcast? And she was like, yeah, I'll do it for sure. And when, you know, I said, what you want to talk about? And she was like, I want to talk about feminism. And I said, yo, what, what's, what's up with feminism? So Delilah, why don't you tell everybody out there, like, what is your definition of feminism and why you consider yourself to be a feminist? Um, well, in my opinion, I think everyone should be a feminist, whether you necessarily subscribe to the label. I think um, nearly everyone um, uh, advocates for equal rights. The, um, the definition on Google of feminism is the advocacy of women's rights on the basis of the equality of sexes, which to me means the equality of all sexes, but especially of ones who um, like lack it a little bit, like women, specifically women of color or women who have a disadvantage in Western society. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about right now? Like, boom, mind blow. This is, yo, this is a 14-year-old scholar right here, like, banging out knowledge <laughs> like that, yo, for real. I'm just like, yo, we it don't get no better than that. But I appreciate that perspective because, you know, you touched on something that's, like, important because not just women, but women of color, marginalized women, right? And so when you think about, uh, I'm a scholar, so I, I, I read the Bible, you know, and I understand. Um, and I love how you said Western culture, right? Because, uh, but when you really think about women in general across the globe, um, they have been considered the lesser being, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so from the scripture, in the, you know, the Bible, it talks about how, you know, God laid Adam down and pulled woman, you know, from his rib right from his and so I always equate that to like the woman was pulled from his side right and so not from his heel not from his head but from his side which would signify unity right because we are side by side right so when you think about as um equality for women across the globe what do you feel about that like perspective of Will you, is there unity uh, between, you know, male and female, or is this kind of um, dominance, if you will, from man to female? What do you think about that? So in America, while we still have issues regarding, um, regarding inequality um, with our genders, and a lot of other countries um, in the continent of Africa, of of uh, Asia, we have even more disadvantages, unfortunately. For example, um, reproductive rights. We have a lot of issues regarding abortion where women really lack that opportunity to get it. And we found out there's a lot of, um, a lot of long-term and short-term effects, but regarding the patriarchal society that we live in right now, it's even more prevalent globally in African countries such as Egypt, Ethiopia, Sudan, we have this thing called female genital mutilation. Mm -hmm. And it's really, as you can imagine, graphic as it says in the name. And we do it because of um, patriarchy. We do it for marriage ability, for, male sexual pleasure. And as you can imagine, that has really long lasting effects on the women who don't have a choice. 
Wow. Whoa, 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 whoa. Liz, Liz, let me let me interject with this. Like, where did she come from? Yo, like, where? <laughs> tell me, tell me about like your daughter right here, man. Like, cause I am just like, this is amazing. I know, I I know, I agree, I agree. Um, she just is naturally she is naturally curious and researching on her own. Um, she's a standout, right? Yeah, yeah. She's a standout. So. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Just end it right there. She's a standout, yeah, man. And exactly. you punctuate it right there. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm as a, and Gemma, you can jump in in just a second. But I, I want to say this because um, I'm a firm believer in the home being the first school, right? And as I mentioned to you in our text message that the, the apple doesn't, you know, fall too far from the tree, right? Like when you think about it, so she's gleaning something from your spirit, right? Like you mentioned that you are um, a yoga instructor and I know that you have to be aligned spiritually, right? And so she's gleaning a lot from you, uh, whether you, you think you're directly teaching her or not, like some, she's gleaning something from your presence in uh, you're, you are, in essence, empowering her to have this sense of self. And that's such a beautiful thing because it makes educators' jobs easier when you have a scholar such as Delilah coming in and, and is not afraid to do the heavy lifting in research like she just did, right? Like, Delilah, I'm willing to bet that none of your sister friends at school understand what you just mentioned about you know, the, the African countries and the mutilation of the, the African female body for uh, the misogynistic point of view, that patriarchal kind of point of view that you just mentioned. I'm willing to bet that there's none of your sister girls at school that have that same kind of concept as you. So for that, man, kudos to you. Shout out to you. And you already know how I feel about you, man. You just keep doing your thing. But um, Gemma, go ahead and uh, what do you have to say to Delilah and Liz? Yeah, I appreciate that. Um... I think it's so interesting. I studied political science in university and a lot of what you just mentioned, like some of it, I took like social justice classes and learned a bit about that or things that were more in depth. Um, but yeah, a lot of what we talk about is the patriarchy and political systems. And that's really important to bring up because a lot of political theories and political sciences do exclude usually the top two things are like gender and race. So they'll talk about politics in a very generalized um, sense, but then they'll talk about it more in a in a way where there's a masculine presence and they're usually the um, more powerful beings or there's like um, a political system, but they're talking about it in a very Western or a white society. So it doesn't necessarily apply across across everything. Um, so I was I was curious how like where you're getting your information from um, and how you're working on like sharing that information and, and what your experience has been like as a female in America. And um, have you noticed any differences from being female and has that created more barriers for you or opportunities, um, et cetera? And I just asked a lot of questions so okay. you can answer um, it how you'd like, but. To answer your first question, I like to be very careful when citing my sources and what sources I'm reading from. So for my um, for my previous examples, I um, all of those were from .org websites. 
um, yeah, and sorry, can you repeat your other question? <laughs> sorry. Um, my, my two questions are um, how, in your context in North America, have you found being female? Do you find it brings more opportunities or more barriers or maybe neither? Um, and do you choose to share these, like, do you choose to share feminism with, with your peers and how do you do that? Um, so right now I'm at, a, at an age where things are kind of shielded from me, I guess you could say, due to my age, you know? Um, they try to protect me, but I do see it. I see misogyny. I see a lot of internet, um, you know, things going on where, you know, it, it's hard to be a girl where, where boys, men are just degrading women on a daily basis, whether that's sports or education, um, specifically in the STEM field when it comes to education. And I really try to bring out uh, feminism in these situations because it's important for everyone to understand that sometimes that sometimes our bodies are different you know but our brains are so smart our brains are so so smart and it's so important that we're able to uh, disregard these negative comments and continue our passions for example Dorothy Vaughn, Marie Curie, Mary Jackson these are all amazing examples of women who fought hard against racism and sexism and pursued their dream in science. Yeah, that's great. And it's, it's really powerful to have people who do pave that path and provide examples because it's a very difficult position to be in to be the first person to do this or like the, the first woman to, to cross those barriers because you need right. to prove a lot. Um, so are you, uh, familiar with the term intersectionality? Um, not exactly. Not exactly. Okay, so but it's, pardon? I've heard of it. Sorry, I've heard of it, but um, yeah, in the course. context of feminism, but not, I don't exactly know what it means. Yeah, so intersectionality was more of a recent um, term, and it was coined by, I believe it's Kimberly Crenshaw, and Mm -hmm. yep. you would know for sure yeah yep. so um the way that she's described it is it helps identify the oppression that happens within feminism for example of um gender discrimination and racism at the same time so those two things happening to one person creates an intersection of like two two right. means of discrimination um right. so the way that un woman defines it is Intersectional feminism centers the voices of those experiencing overlapping concurrent forms of oppression in order to understand the depths of inequalities and the relationships among them in any given context. Um, I'm curious to know how, how you've interacted with that and how you might approach intersectionality within feminism. So woman oppressing other women maybe of color or um, having like inequalities within that whole movement maybe or men feeling oppressed even. Um, right. Yeah. Um, so of course I personally can't speak um, about myself um, experiencing racial issues. Um, but I there is a lot of, um, for example, police brutality against black women, um, of uh, black women who are pregnant, 
um, of black women holding bottles, you know, it's um, really disheartening to see us, you know, um, and we can, um, can you repeat the second question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think my question more broadly was, how can we promote like a more equal world alongside feminism? So feminism is gender equality, okay. and how do we also promote like racial equality alongside feminism? Okay, um, thank you for that. Um, no worries. I think through a lot of information. Sorry about that. That's okay. Um, Mom, do you want to put in anything really quick? Um, I. I think that's a really good thing. Like just even you bringing it up. So awareness, right? Because I think a lot of times people are unaware or they don't dive deep enough when they're examining behaviors, be examining ideas, right? So I think it's, really good to bring awareness. And I think a lot of times that happens with conversations like this, right? And with conversation, it's important to have the conversation and make sure that all voices are heard. We need to have um, the African voices. We need to have the women of color. Uh, voices heard so that we can really bring awareness to all the different intersection I inter what was that word what mm -hmm. so so that we have awareness right and that we can bring up and make sure that we are doing our best to promote equality yeah and to add on to that a little bit sometimes like when you're when you're not black and but you're a female you only experience one side of it and sometimes you're a little one-sided you know so it's important that we keep an open mind to everyone um regardless of race you know because black women have it harder than white women mm -hmm. yeah, well um, I'm gonna just jump in here right here, man, you know, because I'm just enjoying the, the articulation um, and the expression of your passion through feminism, Delilah. And, you know, it's, I appreciate it because you think about like, <clears throat> before we started the show, I was telling Gemma, I was like, man, Delilah is just a chill, you know, chill vibe. Like she, she's, she just does a thing, you know what I mean? Like she has friends because that's what she is. She's very chill. She's sociable. Um, but you know, she's not like these other girls. She's not like, you know, trying to glamorize herself. You know what I mean? She doesn't need to do all of the, you know, makeup and flashy. You know what I mean? She's just chill, you know? And so, like, I want to ask that to you, Delilah, because I noticed that. You know what I mean? You just go about your day. You know, you smile, you laugh, you, you're just a sweet soul. So how do your peers, um, how do your peers, like, value you or do you feel like you valued or do you feel like you have to try to fit in what is your perspective about your peers like your sister girls you know what I mean because you already know how they are at yeah. school like right. you know trying to like 
do what they do to get a boy's attention or to get somebody's attention. So yeah. what would you, how do you, what would you say to that? Like, how does Delilah vibe the way she vibes? Um, so, of course, from a teacher's perspective, I'm, I, I'm, a, I'm my best, I'm at my best behavior. But in reality, I'm just, I'm just like my friends. I'm an ordinary girl. I don't think yeah. I'm super smart. I don't think I'm super articulate. I just say what I think needs to be said. And I guess I spend my time in a little bit more productive ways by researching what I think needs to be said. But <laughs> I, I don't know. I like, stuff, you know, I, I like hanging out with my friends. I like going to the mall. It's, I think it's, it's more of a motivational thing rather than mm -hmm. your personality. Like what motivates okay. <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, well, you know, again, like I said, man, because I've seen girls at school and I'm like, yo, what are you doing? Go wash your face. You know what I mean? Delilah is just naturally, you know, beautiful, right? Like it's just, it radiates without all of that. So yeah, I mean, not trying to squelch that for you. I'm just saying like, you know, you do what you do. Like you said, you, you would rather spend your time more productively researching, not chasing behind some, you know, little boy or not trying to just flaunt to get attention, right? You'd rather do that in a productive way. And so I think uh, that's what sets you apart. And so I'm wondering if, I guess my question should have been is, um, you know, how do your friends accept Delilah? Um, <laughs> well, I honestly, I guess, I guess that that's a good question. I don't know. I guess they kind of get used to me, you could say. But um, I don't, I guess I don't really talk about political issues or social issues around them. We, we kind of mm. just hang out if that answers your question. No, I, I get it. I mean, because we was lunch buddies for a little bit and, you know, I would just see you chilling in there eating your lunch. You know what I mean? It wasn't like the little side table group was doing their thing and you were just eating your lunch. I mean, so... Um, but I would think that because I told a scholar today, I was like, man, you know, be you. You know what I mean? You don't have time to try to fit in, you know, being what you're not. You know what I'm saying? And I said, you have to like an eagle soars. You don't see an eagle pecking around with pigeons. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, they're birds, they're feathers, they fly. But eagles were meant to soar. So you an eagle. So why are you trying to peck around with pigeons? Yo, they're not trying to go where you're trying to go. So your your mindset, right? at this young age is like, I, it's trajectory to me. You know what I mean? It's like you're going somewhere because you're passionate about women's equality. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, I, I, I coached you on a basketball court and I, I saw your intensity and it's just, it's just amazing. I'm just tremendously impressed. Uh, so yeah, by um, your passion for life. And sometimes when you have that, like, uniqueness about you you don't fit in because I can recall my days of being weird and being you know the nerd or the one that's always got a book in his hand you know like and I was like so right I'm, I'm going places I'm doing things with my life and I'm trying to empower people to to see the beauty in themselves mm -hmm. and now I'm now I'm doing that you know and so for you right I'm gonna ask a question then let Gemma have the floor um but do you feel, right, as you just take a look at all, like, our school, right, you take a look at 
you know, your young sister girls that are at your age with how some of them conduct themselves, right? And we don't have to give details, but you, you know what I'm saying, right? Um, do you feel with your age bracket, when you guys become, you know, young adult women, that there is going to be a stronger push in feminism or is it just going to stay the same because of how they're conducting themselves now? What do you think about that? Um, so that question is a good question, but instead of just my friend group, we should be thinking about all the girls. We should be okay. thinking of the girls in other continents and other countries. Yeah. Okay. Girls with different perspectives who don't think it's a big issue. Yeah, and okay. I, the majority of them would say that women's rights is a big problem, that they would grow up and would love to have a proper education like the boys do. And just to answer your question specifically, all of my friends um, would agree with that. I know, choose my friends <laughs> in a particular way, but, um, um, we just, I guess they, even, they don't think about it because we're not really engaged right now in politics or social issues. Um, do you have anything you wanna say about my friends or me? Um, I, I think that there is more of a push for equality. I, I think so. I think feminists, I think, hack, you know, the Me Too movement, mm. right? I think awareness is coming out. So I think so. I think it's getting yeah. more and more. And just to add one more, sorry, yeah, I just thought cool. of it. Um, uh -huh. Before in the 1900s, 1800s, women were so much more oppressed than they are today. And mm. look where we got. We're, we're still kind of maybe under the bus a little bit, but we've come a long way and that will, we yeah. will only get farther. It's yeah. so hard to come back from where we started because a lot of men, uh, because of a lot of women back then, they agreed with the, the, the a negative point of view about themselves. So many more women today, we, we, we are empowering ourselves like my mom mentioned, the Me Too movement will continue to grow and men will join us, whether they, whether they think they will or not. I'm sure they <laughs> will. And I'm sure more women than ever will continue to join us and we will continue to grow because we will, we will realize, we will see, and maybe all, our opinions will change for better or for worse. Yeah, nah, I mean... Um... I, I'm gonna let you, I, I just wanna say this real quick because you, you think about like, just in that, that statement in itself, what you said prior to, you were like, I, that just goes to show your spirit, right? In the spirit of your mom and of your house, right? Because you were like, nah, it's not about, you know, my friend group. Let's think about the global aspect of these young women, right? And so you, I, I would consider you an ambassador right now, you know, of your age, because you said something very poignant even in just your saying it, that you choose your friends very wisely, right? Like you make, you, you don't just, I, again, I see you kicking it. You don't just kick it with just anybody, you know what I mean? And the, like, because I feel you want to be lifted up too. Like you want to be 
around iron sharpens iron, right? And so thinking about that whole perspective, uh, here you have this, you know, this young scholar that is in pursuit of something. And you're right. Like I, I, I think about Susan B. Anthony, right? Who was in that time frame, and you know, she was in a time frame of, you know, um, right around the enslavement period, right? And you know, she was trying to do things for you know women's rights and equality, but she was like, "Yo, um, <laughs> I'll chuckle at this because this is funny." But you know, she was like, um, "Yeah, you know, there's there's this this uh, pendulum, I guess, or this this." hierarchy of saying that okay yeah i understand that the white man is going to be on top and you know but women you know white women and then then the negro right and so it's like i don't want to hear nothing about like and it, i just thought that was funny because yes yeah, she's fighting for rights but at the same time she was like well we got to be placed above the negro um but when you think about like your perspective as a youth yes things have changed dramatically right they have changed tremendously in upward strides, but I've always been a fan of women, right? Because I think women are the most powerful beings on earth. You possess life inside of you, right? You carry life inside of you. Right. That should not diminish your role in society. That should empower your role in society, yeah. right? And so I just wanted to mention that, man, like you're a powerful source. Thank you. And hopefully, yeah, you're welcome. Hopefully your peers and peers around the world uh, will realize that true source of power and we can truly become unified, like we talked about, from the side, not from the heel, right? Mm -hmm. Because we, we need equality, right, mm -hmm. Gemma? Or Bilal, do you want to say something to that? Um, yeah, I totally agree with you. And I wanted to point out something that you said, which mm. was, um, <laughs> oh, yikes, I kind of forgot it. But um, what you said was super powerful. And I totally agree with you. Um, it was Susan B. Anthony. Well, it made me remind, it, it reminded me of um, a song by Tupac called Keep Your Head Up. And oh, one yeah. of the, oh, it was about when you said um, that, like, men and women even though like somehow we produce life and we're still below them for whatever reason yeah um <clears throat> um tupac said in the song keep your head up he said and since a man can't make one he has no right to tell a woman what and where to create one and i think that's a Definitely. really powerful quote because it really i mean it explains it right and i think i'm so confused as to why women were so 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 it hated when back in the day, way back whenever, whenever we started because of our life. Like why just because men are a little bit stronger, they're not smarter. So I don't know how it came to be <laughs> that women are less than, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, um, Jimmy, you want to provide some, cause I have some, you know, historical context to probably statewide, but I want to hear your voice, Gemma. What do you have to say to what Delilah just spoke about? No, I, I just, um, yeah, I really appreciate what you're saying. And I think that's a really tough question. And often when you look at sources of oppression or um, segregation, <laughs> the same question comes up. Um, 
You could think of it in culture or in race or in gender. The why reason is usually a question of like control or power or desire of something. And it's, it's a means, oppression is a means of really keeping things under control and creating a hierarchical um, structure that benefits the people who create those systems. Um, and I think that you just articulated it very, very well. And um, it's important too, as you said, like learning from history and moving forward with that. And also not underestimating our capacity as a community to move forward. Um, you know, like women started from here and now look how far we've gotten. And it's important to find that. And um, like your mom Liz said, like recognize and acknowledge that because then we can feel more empowered and capable to move forward. Cause we know that at one point how where we are now felt impossible. Right. And in the future, we have so many more things to achieve. Um, and so we yeah. can always move forward. Yeah. 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 Um, thank you, Jimmo. And so Delala, I think um, to give a little historical context of maybe why, right? Because the Bible in its various forms um, has been in circulations for thousands of years, right? Like the, the rhetoric of it, right? And so when you think about what I mentioned earlier uh, in the conversation about how Adam, according to the biblical construct was created first, right? So there's some debate about the scripture that says, well, let us create men in our image, right? So you see that right there, right? Let us create men in our image, right? Mm -hmm. Let us create them in our image, right? And so when you think about that, uh, the male mentality was that, well, God created man to do the work, right? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, after several years or millenniums or what have you, right, of doing the work, God, the creator, saw fit to give something suitable to Adam, right? So when you say suitable, I would imagine that to be that it's... Uh, compatibility right so they go together right they have to work together that's my mindset but people who interpreted that interpreted uh the these words say that men were created first so they should be in control the woman came second so she is to be subordinate right and then you think about well like you mentioned that quote from tupac you know what I'm saying? You spit it very nicely, right? <laughs> um, that, you know, women are the procreators, right? Because the man provides the seed, right? The, the woman provides the incubation and the, the life. And so for many men, historically, they felt that that was all they were good for, right? Was that bearing. And mm -hmm. they, didn't, they didn't have a means to communicate because they had no voice, right? That was it, right? The pleasure aspect of procreation and procreation itself, right? So you think about like where that came from, that mindset, and it just, you know, continued to grow. Um, but I think that's where it really stemmed from, right? Because even in the Bible itself or maybe other uh, religious texts, uh, it speaks to that, the woman should be seen and not heard, 
right? That the woman should be adorned in such a way to not bring attention to herself, right? It speaks to, you know, uh, the concubines and the prostitutes and the irrefutes that were women, right? Never the men that were sequestering them, right? So it's again, uh, we have, like we say in, in black history, most of the times, he who has the pen writes the narrative, right? And so who had the pen? Mark, Luke, you know, John, Paul, right? The apostles had the pen to write. And so they wrote it from their perspective. Uh, Mary Magdalene didn't, you know, she was a part of it, but she didn't have a pen, right? Mary, Jesus's mother, right? From the Bible context. So when you think about like, that would be the reason I would say why we have such a strong, you know, male dominance as opposed to a female equality, right? Not dominance because the sense of we're supposed to be equal, but you're right. I totally agree with you, Delilah, because, you know, women are strong, right? Like you're in the, in the female anatomy. You give birth, right, to a life that in some cases could be anywhere from, you know, average six to 10 pounds, right? right. That you deliver and, 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 and nurture. And so like, that's why I'm saying, man, when, when, when you understand your true nature, your true power, you're unstoppable, right? You can be a powerful force, like a hammer, coming down on a nail, or you could be as gentle as the wind, right? And so that right. should be respected, right? That should be honored. And so to hear you speak the way you speak is just a beautiful thing. So I wanna ask you this question, right? Thoughtfully, um, because you, you mentioned that you don't you know, discuss politics or you know, social aspects, um, but in your social media, do you follow or have you ever considered starting like a young feminist channel featuring Delilah, right? So would you, hopefully after tonight, you will be encouraged to do that. Yeah. But have you ever considered that or do you follow individuals on your social media? So unfortunately I haven't started it. Um, I haven't even considered starting one. Um, I think this is great that you started a podcast to share, you know, different cultures. I think that's really great. And I think we should continue doing it to see different perspectives and to be more open-minded. I also, um, but I do follow, um, sorry, some people, sorry, I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) I do follow some people because it's important to um, promote in my opinion, since I support them, I think it's important to promote their um, their ideas, their posts, what um, their you know st- statistics that they post, because the more we I can I can also repost this stuff, and if mm. I see it more, then maybe my friends will see it on suggest it, you know, and maybe they'll be inclined to follow to ultimately raise their platform even more. And I think it's really great. You can, you know, repost, you can follow, you can like, you can share, you can comment, you can do all these things with social media. And so ultimately it's a really, really um, powerful and influential um, system where you see something, you like it, you get more, 
you follow, you get more, you repost, your friends get it, they get more, you know? Mm. And people with opposing views, um, they also get it, even if they don't like it. And they see different perspectives. And they, maybe if they have a good empathy skill, they can kind of reason with them. Sometimes not, sometimes they leave hateful comments, which I was previously talking about. And then maybe we can have an open discussion about it, mm. you know? So I think social media is important while it does have its negatives. It also does have a lot of positives, which I think for the majority of the time overweigh its negatives. So yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. Well, um, like I said, man, I, I encourage that. I already got the name of your, you know, your, your social media, the young feminist featuring Delilah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Delilah K, the young feminist, right? Like, how dope would that be though? You know what I mean? Like I said, because you said, right? Like you just, you said you choose your friends wisely, right? You understand the social media because you was just giving lingo that I ain't never heard of before, like post and repost. I don't know not how to do that. You got to show me how to do that. But it's just like, you, you have such this, like I said, you have such this stature about yourself, the way you walk, you walk with a sense of self and how, how dope would it be? Right? Because I get it, man. There's some trauma in our communities with our young girls uh you know and we we don't have to mention it but we can imagine the trauma that they experience um because of their womanhood um and how dope would it be to have somebody that is, is in their age bracket right speaking mm -hmm. to them from that perspective and giving them sources and giving them insight and they're like yo this is i never knew this was out there or i never thought about it from that way right so man mm -hmm. I'm always encourage you to do that you know what I mean so yeah um Jimma what do you have to say about that yeah I think that something that I really appreciate about you Delilah is that I can see you're very focused on empowerment and the way that you talk about your life and who you are and everything I think it's very important there's no one person who's the best at all of these things and is going to change everything yeah it, it's really so much of a community effort a lot of the time um and I I hear what Mr. B is saying where you have this um passion for empowerment I would say uh as as the way that you work through your life um there's I was listening to a podcast last week and there's this woman I think her name is Lovey Jones but she calls herself a professional troublemaker um meaning that if she's in the room and there's things that are needing to be said but aren't being said or say there's like some means of oppression happening or gender inequality or someone makes a comment that isn't necessarily supporting women in that space she's like I'm I'm gonna always speak up to that because it's important to to identify those moments and redefine what is right and what is wrong um and I think that's the same with language in a lot of senses. Um, I can feel, at least in my experience, um, with gender inequality and with feminism, I feel like one of the most dominant ways that I felt it has been in language. So like strong or um, powerful or mm -hmm. bossy as someone right. told yeah. or etc it's it's important to foster that language and normalize it for both genders but also um letting people be who they are i think um and i think about that 
sometimes in the argument of like sexism um, or homophobia and stuff where you need to think about what people's preferences are. Like one woman is not gonna have the same things that empower her as another woman. For some people putting on makeup and dressing fancy and stuff like that is a powerful thing. Like they're reclaiming their own sexuality and doing what they wanna do with their body and their experience. And for some women that's like not doing any of that. I definitely wear my brother's sweater sometimes yeah. and dress in different ways. And that's just who I am because I, I choose to put my energy in other places and this makes me feel comfortable. And I think that allowing women to really just grow in the space and be who they are is really important. Um, and I know we've talked a bit back and forth about women and men and how feminism is really a movement to combat gender inequalities, not to put women above men. I was hoping um, to ask both you and your mom, um, how, how does feminism impact men? And how do you think men can play a role in the feminist movement? And Mr. B, if you had any feedback, that'd be awesome too. Um, I think that's a very good question because I think a lot of the times um, uh, people who don't necessarily subscribe to the label feminist kind of confuse it with uh, like an anti-man group or like a man-hating group. And I think that's really the opposite. It's just encouraging the opposite gender who didn't have the same rights as men, you know? And while we encourage women to be full, um, amazing humans and live up to their f absolute full potential, we also encourage men who, who don't fit in to the standard, such as black men, such as Native American men, um, such as men who can't freely express themselves globally. Um, for example, men who paint their nails, they would maybe get made fun of. They want to push back on that. Um, men uh, in countries who would go to jail for holding hands with anyone but a woman, you know? We want to push back on that homophobia, that transphobia, that Islamophobia, the, the misogyny, the misandry. You know, all of that is not what feminism, is what feminism, is what feminism. We want to encourage all genders, all races. We want to encourage all people who are unique and different and who have a different perspective, even if it's opposing to ours. We want to just encourage everybody to be themselves openly in a world where it is accepted. And I think that's my main philosophy about feminism. Mm -hmm. Man, I'm gonna just give you snaps on that, yo. That is dope. Like, I'm just, I'm just amazed, you know. I mean, I'm not, I'm amazed because I'm always amazed by Delilah, but I'm just <laughs> like, I'm hoping that everybody out there in Coaches United World, man, that, that's listening, understands this young perspective, right? Like, this is it. And so, yeah, I'm a feminist, right? Like, straight up, you know what I mean? Because um, I love my mother, rest her soul in heaven. You know, I love my wife, you know what I'm saying? I love my sisters, right? I love my students that are female, you know what I mean? Because, like I said, you are a powerful being. And when you think about, like, you know, men, in, in their mentality, right? Like it's, 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 I would hope that it's not gonna be perpetuated because 
of media, movies, music, um, you know, and then they're not enough empowered young women like Delilah telling a dude like, yo, don't call me out my name, yo. Like, that's not my name, right? Like, you don't talk to me that way. Like, standing up for themselves, right? As opposed to just laughing it off um, and saying, oh my God, you're stupid, whatever, right? Like, no, just really standing up for yourself. Um, I hope it doesn't continue to be perpetuated because there's not enough men out there teaching the young men to be a man and respect a woman, respect a young girl, respect a female, right? Because I think when that truly happens, that's when we're going to see that equality push. But again, it's going to have to come because like you said earlier, so eloquently, Delilah, that, you know, um, as the women start to move, the men are going to follow, right? Like, you know, they are because it's just what men do, right? And so you're going to grab a hold of a lot of men, but I really want to encourage you, man, to, you know, see yourself doing this work. Because if it's not Delilah, then who is it? You know what I mean? Because like, it's not gonna, I don't think there's gonna be anybody, you know, right now that I can think of that I know as my scholars that are doing what you're doing. You know what I mean? So you gotta stay encouraged, yo. You gotta stay empowered. You gotta stay knowing that you're a special being that has all the right tools right now and you're only gonna get better. You're only gonna get stronger. You're only gonna get wiser. You know, Thank and you. so yeah. no doubt, um, I'm blessed by this opportunity to have you be a part of this conversation on this platform, you know, mm -hmm. because your voice matters. Your voice is, it, it matters to me. And when it, other people around the globe hear what you say, you know what I mean? They might be empowered too. Um, man, I wish we could do your social media, but we don't, you know, because you are youth, we're not gonna put that out there. Uh, but I strongly encourage you to start your channel, to start a page that is independent of, you know, Delilah, the person. But here's Delilah, the mentality, Delilah, the, um, the philosophy, right? And you start that and you put your information out there and you say, hey, man, this is going to be different. You know what I mean? Because I know I'm not speaking like a lot of you speak, but you need to hear this. And then you know what? Boom. Next thing you know, you got. You got all these followers that are believing in Delilah and doing yeah. what Delilah's doing. That's how it's gonna start, yo. That's how, that's where it's gonna start. So, um, I know we're about that time, but look at that. Just like that, it just flew by because it's a beautiful conversation, and that's what yeah. we do here at Cultures United. Um, so, Liz, Delilah, do you want to have any final words to the people out there in Cultures United world? Just, I don't know. Like I said. Just be you because like Mr. B was talking about me, super encouraging, super motivating. This is the kind of stuff that encourage young, encourages young people to live up to their full potential, to surpass their parents, to surpass people who doubted them. So I think it's really important that we encourage everybody, especially ourselves, because um, youth, our youth, our children are really going to change our future. And it depends um, if it's going to be a good change or if it's going to be a bad change. Yeah. And just thank you for this opportunity. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, Liz, anything? No, thank you for having us. I think Delilah said it well. She did. Mm -hmm.
you did. I, I appreciate you both. Yeah, definitely. Um, for coming on. Uh, yeah, I think that having more of these discussions is really helpful for me and for people to hear. And, you know, I resonate with what Mr. B said. I think the reason that we don't talk politics or we don't talk feminism is because we don't have the space to talk about it. So, you know, Delilah or listeners, I hope you go out and you create those spaces and um, feel comfortable doing that because your voice is really important. Um, you're a very impactful person um, and I appreciate you coming on and talking to us and sharing your knowledge and opinions. Um, and yeah, for, for everyone listening, um, just to take Delilah's messages and never underestimate um, our capacity to unite and conquer inequality rather than divide our humanity because really we're so much better when we work together. 100%, I agree with that. No yeah. doubt. No doubt. Beautifully stated, man. And with those parting words, you know, we just going to go ahead and bid you adieu until next time here at Coaches United. We appreciate you listening in and uh, we'll be blessed to see you again next time. Peace. Hi, thank you. We're coaches united, ain't got time to be divided Won't you get excited, cause in the end you'll be delighted That you took a listen to the voices that you hear Cause it's evident, ain't no division in here Cause we're coaches united, ain't got time to be divided Won't you get excited, cause in the end you'll be delighted That you took a listen to the voices that you hear Cause it's evident, ain't no division in here, see? We wanna thank you for tuning in to the Coaches United Podcast A podcast that has everyone in mind where everyone's differences are embraced and celebrated, where we see you, we hear you, and most importantly, we stand with you. What matters to you, matters to us. Este podcast is para toda mi gente. Ahora más que nunca, debemos estar unidos. Y cuando estamos unidos, somos más fuertes. Gracias por estar aquí con nosotros. Las culturas unidas jamás serán vencidas. Cultures United podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, and other platforms. Find our website at www.culturesunited.org or reach out to us on Instagram at Cultures United Podcast and Twitter at The Unity Podcast. Send us your questions, comments, or perspective. We want to hear from you. <laughs>